Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com Fill out a short request form and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Katie. And you are listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Welcome back, friends. Happy Friday. It's really Monday. <laughs> Monday for us. So if we don't sound as chipper as you do on Friday, it's because it's Monday. We're headed up the hill right now. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a good day. It's a good Monday. It is a good Monday. The weather is nice. I know we talk about the weather like we're old people every time, but let's just say it is going to be in the 60s this week in Boise, Idaho. Yes. And I am feeling good about that. For like one day. And then it dips back down. Shh. We don't talk about that. But I look at it and I think it's just a tease because it'll probably snow again. But I'm going to enjoy it for that day. I'm going to pretend it's not happening. My skiing family likes it when it snows a little bit later in the spring so we can get a couple more ski trips in. But can it just be warm here and snowing in the mountains? That's all I'm asking. I don't care about skiing, (laughs) so I just want the snow to go away. All right. We started off with a tangent. Let's read a review. We always start off with a tangent. I know we do. Okay. So this was left on October 1st of last year by KML111222. And the title is Must Listen Before a Disneyland Trip. This podcast really helped me prep for my first ever Disneyland trip. Oh, it's so exciting. (laughs) There were several awesome things, some big, some small, that I would have either lost valuable time trying to figure out or would have overlooked completely were it not for this podcast. I'm listening to to it now that I'm back also to relive the memories. Katie and Aaron's love for Disneyland is contagious and has me dreaming of going back soon. Oh, we love it so much. We do. And we do love Disneyland. Yes. You caught that bug. Yes. We hope your trip was awesome. Thank you for listening. And thank you for the review. And that's actually a really good review. We'll talk We'll talk news in just a second. But today we decided for our episode, we want to kind of give you a, ro- a roadmap because we're 40 episodes in mm-hmm. now almost. And I have people ask me questions all the time and I want to be able to refer them yes. to a specific podcast so that they can have a more in-depth answer than yes. what I can type out. Yes. So we're going to give you a podcast roadmap today. We're going to kind of go through some ideas or some questions that we've gotten Mm -hmm. and tell you where to find the answers and kind of give you the lowdown of what we talked about in each episode and really just kind of recap and briefly touch on each of the episodes. Yeah. But before we do that, let's do news. news. So Food and Wine is coming up. It starts Mm -hmm. at the end of this week. And surprise, surprise, Disney dropped the menu more than a day ahead of the actual festival launching. So we have some menus up already and some of it looks really fun and some of it looks terrible yeah some of it looks interesting like i might not want to try it but 
So let's talk about what we would not want to try. Okay. What's something you don't want to um, try? Number one not try for me is the frozen guacamole, I think. Yes. So let me read that to you because it... Ugh. And who knows, guys? It might be awesome. Frozen guacamole, avocado paleta with lime crema, pico de gallo, and chili lime seasoning. It's like a frozen brick of... Gu- I just yeah, It looks like a guacamole popsicle, but like I don't really want my popsicle to not be sweet. I know. You know? And then there's all sorts of I don't know. pico de gallo on top of it. Right. So it's... I don't know. That one looks like a miss for me, but yeah. Katie will be there during Food and Wine. And so I told her that she should absolutely try it, even if she doesn't want to. Maybe I'll make my sister try it. There you go. <laughs> Do that. I'll buy it for her if she'll take a bite. Tell Don't, don't present it that way. Does she listen? I don't know. That's a good question. Here's, here's a good test. Uh-huh. Let's see. Present it as, oh my gosh, I heard this was so awesome. <laughs> I've recently developed an allergy to avocados. <laughs> You're going to need to taste it and tell me how it is, but I heard it's so good. It would be totally deceptive. And then if she says it's really good, then you can be like, I'm cured. Right. Her um, little girl that we're taking with us is very adventurous food-wise. Like, she loves all kinds of different foods. So maybe we'll get her to try it. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. It's going to be awesome. Maybe. That's, you never know. I mean, like, I tell my kids all the time, you got to try something at least once before you make a decision on it, right? Right. I'm just really, I'm not not picky with food but i like don't like to waste my calories on something that's not gonna be yummy right and so guacamole just sounds (laughs) terrible i you know what this weekend too we Mm -hmm. follow enough disney accounts we'll probably start getting some feedback on it oh yeah that maybe we'll have a good idea yeah i think so yep it looks like a skip (laughs) (laughs) uh and mine that i think i would skip that doesn't sound very good to me is the peanut butter and jelly mac oh uh uh-huh Interesting. Peanut butter and jelly. This is the description. Peanut butter and jelly mac with brown sugar streusel and strawberry crackle. So has it got the cheese in it as well? I don't know. I can't decide. It looks cheesy in this picture. I think it's a mac and cheese. Hmm. Interesting. With peanut butter and jelly and a crumble on top. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're kind of mixing things that in my head should be either savory for this Mm -hmm. or sweet Mm -hmm. for a popsicle with the opposite. Right. Like they're trying to be fancy and creative with their food, which is fun. And maybe there's somebody out there that likes. I mean, I like a good sweet and savory combo. Me too. So I don't know. But also sometimes it's a whole. No. Sometimes it doesn't work. Right. But I mean, they've got chefs working on these. It's not like they threw it together and they're putting it out there. For someone else. To, I mean, they've tasted these already before right. they put okay, them so in their if menu. if anybody's going in the next little while and you go to Food and Wine, we'd love to hear your opinions. Yes, on please. Things, especially yes, please. some of these more left field. Yeah, we, we need a no. I am excited about some of the more run-of-the-mill things. So what are you excited <laughs> to try? Um, so you mentioned earlier that there is a churro coming with maple bacon. Maple, maple bacon. bacon churro, which I believe they've had in the past, but yes. I haven't had a chance to try, and I've always wanted to try that one. So I think that would be my number one to go and find. And we also talked about when we were going through the menu, we talked about the Snickers caramel peanut milk chocolate Mickey macaron. And I think you were super Yeah, excited. I think that sounds you good. Like the I like a macaron. Mm-hmm. And that one's a chocolate Mickey macaron filled with caramel ganache and Snickers peanut. That sounds really good. Yeah. I bet that's good. And then I'm also really excited about a slider that they have coming. That's a beef tenderloin slider. Uh That looks really yummy. It does look really yummy. And so let me read that really quickly to you so you know what it is. That is the French onion grilled beef tenderloin slider, Mm. which has a Gruyere cheese sauce and caramelized onions served on an onion roll. And I think that looks so good. 
Yeah, me too. I would totally be into that. We've had uh, sliders at uh, Sonoma Terrace before, Mm -hmm. and they were super yummy. So if it's anything like that, that sounds like it will be right up my alley. And then for me, if I end up going, Mm -hmm. I'm debating. um, (laughs) There's a grilled top sirloin with roasted garlic grayer, mashed potatoes, and a black garlic chimichurri. That sounds yummy. Sounds really good. You're making me hungry. I know. And looking at all of these menu items today, it's extensive. So it's on the Disneyland website. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it's not. It's on the Disneyland website, but it's complicated. If you really want to look at the menu, go to the Disney Parks blog, mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of see pictures of some of the menu items and read through the menu. If you're going in the next few weeks, for sure plan on partaking in some of this because the menu yes. items are, there's a lot. There is a lot. This is more than we've ever seen at a food festival before. Yes. Or at some least of, at Food and Wine. Right. Which is new-ish to the Disneyland Resort. Yes. And also, some of the restaurants are going to have additional things. So Lamplight Lounge has some extra mm-hmm. stuff on their menu. Paradise Garden has some extra stuff on their menu. Pacific Wharf, mm-hmm. Lucky Fortune, all of those places are going to have some extra things on their menu too. And there is going to be a Sip and Savor Pass available. I don't see a price still but we talked about it last time plan on it being about 60 yes for six or eight eight tabs tabs, Uh uh-huh and then during food and wine there are some special festival experiences Mm -hmm. that you can make reservations for you'll pay an addition fee additional fee for those there's going to be there's like some wine tastings and pairings so so carthay circle winemaker receptions where you get to enjoy hand-selected california wines that are paired with an array of small plates and that's obviously going to be at carthay circle And then there are wine, beer, and mixology education and tasting seminars. And those are kind of sporadic throughout the entire event, Mm -hmm. uh, different times for different ones. So you'll go and you'll do a wine exhibit or a beer exhibit or a mixology class, anything like that. And those are 45-minute instructional periods that you can book online, too. So go to Disneyland's website. I found the link in the Disney Parks blog. but the- It sounds a lot like at, I believe it's Coronado Springs at mm-hmm. Disney World. They have a sangria university that you can oh. go um, learn how to, you know, pair your sangria or whatever. And yeah. you get a certificate at the end that you graduated from. So, And that's really popular. So it sounds similar to that. Yeah. So that might be something that you might really enjoy. I think it would be super fun. And I think like yeah. mixology for people who love to mix drinks. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. Well, and that small plates wine pairing sounds really fun too. Mm-hmm. Small plates are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we mentioned before in a previous podcast about the area, the Hollywood backlot becoming Alice in Wonderland themed and yes. there's cupcake decorating and all that. Yes. So that's going on too. And there's culinary demonstrations right. back there as well. So there's lo- really food and wine is kind of coming into its own. Yeah, I, I love it. It seems I'm like excited it's going to be it. a pretty good event. I'm a little bit, yeah, I feel like I need to figure this out mm-hmm. and go before it ends. <laughs> okay, and then upcoming events to be aware of if you're going in the near future. Villains Night will be happening March 8th and March 10th. So that's next week. Mm-hmm. And, and the park closes early on those evenings. 8 o'clock. Disney, Disneyland will stay open until 10. So if you have a hopper, you can always leave and head to Disneyland. Yep. If you don't and you're booked at DCA for that day, it closes at 8 o'clock. Which is not that much earlier than they usually close. So I wouldn't be too concerned about it. I wouldn't. But be prepared. For like, some don't crowds. change your day right. around it. Right. Is what I think. Be prepared for some crowds to start trickling in probably around five o'clock mm-hmm. for a mix in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there's a cast member appreciation that's happening later this month. There are two nights, the 23rd and the 24th of March. And that's actually going to impact you a little bit. Yeah, this more. is a little more disruptive. Yeah. So if you have plans to go that week, just know that California Adventure is going to close at five o'clock. Which is pretty early. Yes. And that's a Wednesday and Thursday. Uh Uh-huh. 
I think. Yes, yes Wednesday and Thursday of that week. And both of those nights, Disneyland will stay open until 11. Mm-hmm. You can head over to that park or plan a Disneyland day. Yeah, and these are these are spring break dates coming up, so it's going to start to feel busier, <laughs> even though, I mean, it feels busy anyway, but right? it's going to feel even busier. Yes. And so just be prepared for that. Disneyland may be super busy those days because everybody has the same idea in mind that they don't want to be at DCA on a day that it closes early. Right. So it, you know. And your guess is as good as ours. Right. On that one. It's hard to predict the future. Especially this year where everything is just really abnormal. There's Weird. no, there's no historical evidence to point to what it's going to look like. Yeah. And then of course we have grad nights coming up in May. We'll touch more on those as they get a little closer. And if you have questions, if you're planning a trip that time, um, you can find them on Disneyland's website. Uh But if you have questions, reach out and we'd be happy to answer. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And then we wanted to touch really quick because we never actually told you last week when we talked about the gumball rally and we've had a couple people who've asked how many attractions we did in our day doing the gumball rally. Yeah. How many did we do? So if you count all four legs of the train, train, which I would because we rode it three or four separate times, right? We did. I think we got on and rode it for one leg, got Mm -hmm. off, did rides, got back on, rode it the next leg. So we're counting that as four rides. So we did without Genie Plus on a very busy day. On a very hot day. Yes. We did 24 attractions. It's pretty impressive. Which is huge impressive. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're going soon and you're wondering if you can do it without GD Plus, you totally can. Yeah. It's just exhausting. Yeah. And make sure you plan for more breaks than we had. Yeah. And maybe don't plan on doing 24. Right. Plan on doing 15. Unless you're, yes. Unless you're like super gung-ho and want to do it, then go for it. It's doable. Right. But it's hard. (laughs) And this was, I mean, we weren't there from park open to park close either we were no. there from open till 6 30 p.m yes so you would have even more evening hours so you could take a break during the day That's come back and hit it hard in the night and the lines would get shorter at the end of the evening too yep. so keep that in mind but we had fun and we kind of had an order we had to go in not right. necessarily an order we had a little bit of flexibility but we had a set of 16 attractions in the morning and a different set of 16 in the afternoon and we mentioned last week that we wish we had flip-flopped we mm-hmm. wish we didn't know it was random which booklet we got in the morning and which booklet we traded for we wish we had had our afternoon booklet in the morning because space mountain was on there and indiana jones and those and are things we would normally rope drop all of Fantasyland, mm-hmm. and those are things yeah that we would have normally rope drop so if we had had up i feel like we could have done better yeah the other way around but just but know. who knows yep no it's possible to it get is plenty possible done without i mean just plan on waiting in line and that's what we had to do yes and it was great Okay, so let's talk about episodes. So this is going to be like an index. Yes. A roadmap. Right. So um, we, how many episodes have we, this is number 36? 38. 38. Wowzers. So we've had quite a few episodes drop so far, and each one kind of has their own set of of tips for you in a category. And so we kind of wanted to just go through and help you get to what you need fast. Yes. So if you have something coming up and you Mm -hmm. specifically have a question about a Disneyland attraction, you'll know that it's on this particular episode. Mm -hmm. So let's start off with our very first. Well, our very first, we introduced ourselves and we shared some of our favorite content creators in the Disney world. Mm -hmm. Some of those have changed. Oh yeah. Interesting, right? I don't love some of those. We've we've evolved a little bit. We have (laughs) in a short period of time. Um, There's some on there that I probably wouldn't recommend so much anymore. So maybe a future episode from us will be kind of revisiting that yeah and talking about some new 
creators that we found and that some that like. we wouldn't necessarily follow anymore. <laughs> well, maybe we won't mention anybody by name in that right. in that vein, but, but just some new that, ones that you should go and follow. Just know that if you're specifically me, if you're listening to that first episode, <laughs> I have grown since then and I have changed my mind on a couple mm-hmm. of those. So And that's okay. Yes. We're okay. allowed to grow. All right. Uh, episode two, we talk about our favorite airports. Yes. And we I feel like we mention our favorite airports almost every episode. It's important. This is really important. And we see a lot of people post in the Facebook groups like, what happens if I fly into LAX? Like, what do I do? And we want to say, don't fly into LAX. I say that all the yes. time. Yeah. I'm like, if you can fly into a different place. And I think a lot of people who aren't familiar with the area think that that is the only airport. Right. And there are five, six that are mm-hmm. pretty close. There's yep. LAX, of course. There's Burbank. There's Long Beach. There's Orange County. There's Ontario. And there's San Diego, which is about two hours Right, away. right. And so we talk about each of those in our second episode. Uh-huh. And the pros and cons of each. Yes. So that's episode two, airports. So if you're looking for what's the best airport to fly into, go listen to that episode. And our favorite, spoiler alert, is Long Beach. Yep. We love Long Beach. Long Beach. We also really love Orange County. Yeah. So Santa Ana would be number two. Yeah. Okay. We don't love LAX. No. <laughs> Avoid it when possible. Yes. All right. And then episodes three and four are all about the hotels. So there are some that are on property. We talk about those. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about off-property hotels. What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite on property is the Disneyland Hotel. And I'm going to stay there someday. Someday. I haven't done it yet, but it's coming <laughs> soon. I feel it in my bones. Yes. And then what would be your favorite off-property hotel? I love the Hojo. And we, I just barely stayed there for the first time this last year. Mm-hmm. I had always heard really good things about it. It's got a great pool. I haven't had the opportunity or the need to use the playground, mm-hmm. but I've heard good things for small kids. Yes. I just really love how bright and cheery the rooms are. I love the bathroom. Mm-hmm. The bathroom has the best lighting. It's big. <laughs> it's clean. They're freshly remodeled if you get building one or two. Yeah. And the theming is really cute in there. You feel like you're at a Disney property almost. Yeah. This and is... it's super close. Mm-hmm. Less than, what, like eight minutes? to walk to the mm-hmm. games. With lots of breakfast options in between. There's a Panera, a McDonald's. A, I hopped in. Yes. And uh, Mimi's, Mimi's right across the street. Yeah. So there's lots of breakfast options. Even though they don't offer breakfast there, you'll have right. breakfast options. They have a little convenience store where you could probably go in and get some mm-hmm. snacky things. But And I loved the staff there. The customer service was mm-hmm. awesome. So that's another bonus. Yes. I've always had good experiences there. So there you go. And they are one to, I don't know, does the Disneyland Hotel do this? If you're checking out and you have time to go to the parks or to go do stuff they will hold your bag oh yeah mm-hmm. so i haven't really run into any hotels in that area that won't hold your bags i think that's so, pretty standard mm-hmm. i did learn last time though and i was going to mention this when we went just a couple weeks ago uh-huh. i learned that if you take a bag through security you can even though suitcases are on the no-no list yeah you can take a suitcase through security into the esplanade area and there are really big bigger lockers lockers. yes that are by the picnic area and i actually went in there these poor girls i went in there (laughs) like as i was headed back to the hotel at night so it was dark and there's like these three girls that are pulling their suitcases out of there and i said oh my gosh can i come look at the size of your suitcases Mm -hmm. and one of them had a full-size suitcase oh wow and the other two not just carry on correct Mm -hmm. and i took a picture because i was like that's a big suitcase and I asked if I could take a picture, and they were like, sure. Um, and then, but the other one had like two carry ons shoved mm-hmm. into one. And so they're okay. pretty good sized lockers. They're a little more expensive than your regular, I think they're like 10 and 12 for the day. Okay. So a little bit more pricey than your regular lockers. But, you know, if you're checking out and you don't want to have to go back to your hotel, 
know that security is going to go through. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I don't know how cumbersome it is to take that through security because they are going to look through your bag. They're going to look at your draws. The people behind you are probably going to be super bugged. Yes. <laughs> but if you're cool with that, there's a way to take there it. There you go. So <laughs> note that. Okay, so that's hotels, episodes three and four. Three, yes. I believe, is on-property hotels. Four is off-property hotels. Correct. And then episode six, mm-hmm. and the ones that we're skipping are just like trip recaps right. or holiday things. That so, I mean, you are welcome to go listen to those again, too, <laughs> if you love us that much. But we're giving you the we're giving you the, the skinny. Stuff. Okay. Yes. So, episode six, we talk about dining reservations. Mm-hmm. So, the restaurants where you need to book 60 days in advance. Right. Those are booking really quick. They are. They yes. are. So the the official word is 3 a.m. Yes. Pacific time. But they also have really random drops during the day on the day of. And then sometimes they don't drop 60 days out. Sometimes it's like 59 days out or 50 days out. Or so 30. You just really have to keep an eye out. And um, I recommend using some kind of a third-party app that will watch for reservations for you for when people drop their reservations yeah. that they've already made. So if you are looking to make a dining reservation and you didn't get it right away, don't lose hope because a lot of times people make the reservations and drop them and then they're available again. We've always gotten what we're looking for. Don't yeah. you feel like Oh, that? yeah, for sure. And this is a good time to probably know. We've talked about how Pirates of the Caribbean is going down for refurbishment here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Blue Bayou is going to be closing. Too. Yes. So April, you, April 21st, I believe, is when Blue Bayou shuts down. So it'll stay open for a couple of weeks, but then I'm guessing they're going to drain the whole place. Yes, and, and turn the lights on. Mm-hmm. So it just won't be a good dining experience anymore. Right. So if you're looking, if you're going soon and you can't get Blue Bayou reservations, that's that probably why. Yes. Episode eight, we talk about quick service and mobile ordering. Which is invaluable, mobile ordering. Use it, friends. Use it. I'm shocked at the people who don't. Yeah, there are so many long lines still at the quick service places. That blows my mind. Yeah, and you can order in advance. You can Mm -hmm. order at at 9 a.m. right when you walk through the gates. Mm -hmm. You can order your dinner for 8 o'clock that night. And if you can tell it's going to be a super busy day if you're there during spring break, I recommend doing that. Figure out what you want for lunch and order it ahead of time because sometimes the ordering windows will get pushed out Mm -hmm. if enough people are using it. So I've had pretty good luck with not seeing too much of that. Yeah, I mean, me maybe too. an hour, hour and a half out, which is fine because it's usually, you know, let's go ride one more ride uh-huh. and you're there. Uh, we also tested something last time that we had heard was a good little trick and it worked really well for us. Yeah. So the red raspberry macaron that is so popular and everybody loves for good reason. You can actually mobile order that in the morning. So we had a DCA day. We started at California Adventure, but we wanted a red raspberry macaron. So we mobile ordered it when we got into the park at DCA for a later time in the we afternoon for after like park hopping. Two o'clock window. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It we did. They still had red raspberry macaron for us yes. when we came to Disneyland. So, so keep that in mind. You can mm-hmm. order ahead and put some of those things on there. And you can always go in and edit as well. Yes. So you can go in and you can change your arrival window if you're doing Incredicoaster and then you see that the line for Toy Story Midway Mania is super short and you want to hop on that too. You can, push your, you can push your burrito tacos back <laughs> an hour if you yes. need to. <laughs> you can. And you can also easily go in and cancel your order. They mm-hmm. don't charge until you click that you're there and you're preparing it. Right. Right. So if you decide, you know, you wanted to add a drink to your order or something, you just cancel and reorder. Yes. And um, it's it's super user friendly. This yeah. is one of the things on the app that's pretty user friendly, I think. I do, too. And speaking of the app, 
Episode 9. Episode 9 is all about the app. So it's a little bit outdated Mm -hmm. because we talk a lot about boarding groups and virtual queues, Mm -hmm. which are no longer a thing right now. Um, I don't think they will be a thing again. They could bring them back in the future. They they reserve the right to bring them back in the fine print, but we haven't seen them come back since they did away with them. So... Listen to that episode if you want a walkthrough of the app, but know that virtual queues are no longer a thing. And know that with Genie Plus, there's a whole new dynamic yes. in the app as well. So we we are due for an app update episode for that will be coming soon. Yes. And also, I don't know if you've noticed, we name our episodes after like lines. I'm sure you've noticed. Lines <laughs> from Disney movies. Yes. That's got to end soon. It's getting hard. Yeah. And especially if we're going to be doing updates and things like yes. that, where am I going to find a quote from a Disney movie to name it? I don't know. I it's feel pretty like... soon it's going to be episode 39. <laughs> episode 40. Boring. I know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> My creative brain is shutting down. Maybe we'll start outsourcing to our listeners yeah. to come up with titles for us. That's a good idea. Because <laughs> you guys are creative, right? Right. Totally. Will you do our job for us, Yes, please. please. Okay. Okay. Number 10 and And 32, 32. yes, are things to take with you to the parks and first-timer tips. Yes, and I told my husband this weekend, I ordered a a lounge fly backpack, and my husband was sitting there, and I said, it's all for research. I'm trying really hard to come up with, like, the perfect park bag. Yes, Mm -hmm. because I want to share it with you, because this last time that we went, I had a little bit of a struggle, and I determined, I've talked about taking a fanny pack before, which I still think is great. But it's not great when you're not going with somebody else. Yes. you got to have somebody with a backpack in your group yes. or a stroller. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when we went in October with our big, huge group, my husband had a backpack. I was able to put my water bottle in there and a couple snacks. And it was a lot harder to do that in a fanny pack. And so I ended up borrowing <laughs> Katie's back, her extra backpack. Erin was a struggle bus. I totally She was. was fidgeting with that fanny pack all day long. <laughs> it was a new one, to be fair. Yes. I had yes. to order a new one. And it didn't fit. And I was trying to adjust it. It was really hard to adjust, and I was, it was hard. Thankfully, we figured it out for Gumball Rally Day, so she was set. We used, I used a backpack. So I came home. I ordered one. Uh-huh. I'm looking at a good water bottle that I might order to try to. Anyway, I am going. It's my goal, guys. For you, it is my goal to come up with the perfect Disney bag. Yes. We do it all for you, friends. Wait. We do it all for you. <laughs> all right. Number 11. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. What? Things to take with you. Oh. What's our number one thing that we always recommend that we should that you should take with you? Reusable straws. And? A charger? No, no, no. Back up. You were right. Reusable straw. You got it correct. Reusable straws. What is that? What should we say? That's a good segue. Oh, I don't know. What are you what are you getting into? We have a giveaway. Oh, we have a giveaway, guys. <laughs> we should have done that at the beginning of the episode. I know. But hey, well, this is how we know if you're listening. That's right. <laughs> Gotta get halfway through the episode before you get the good stuff. Right. So we have reached drum roll. Drum roll. 500 followers on Instagram. We're actually like it. Yeah, we're way over that. But we're celebrating 500 with a giveaway. And then we have also reached over 100 ratings on Apple Apple Podcasts. So we are going to be doing a giveaway to celebrate both of these accomplishments. And we have a really, really cute giveaway. We do. You're going to be excited. It's cute. Yes. So watch Instagram for that. Make sure you're following us. Coming soon. Yes. Rope drop dot park cup. And okay. Okay. Now moving on. Forward. (laughs) Episode 11 is all about downtown Disney. Yes. 
and the restaurants and the shops and everything you can accomplish there. So you can do that on a, a non-park day. You can do it in addition to a park day. You can do it on your arrival day, mm-hmm. your departure day. And we see a lot of people ask, like, do we need reservations mm-hmm. for that? Do we need a ticket? Nope. And nope. That's just a shopping yes. area. But Anybody you can, can make go. reservations for some of the restaurants there. Yes. So, Do you have a favorite restaurant there? Um... It's a toss-up between Jazz Kitchen and Black Tap, I would say. So I've never eaten a Jazz Kitchen. Mm-hmm. I have eaten a Black Tap. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. I love Tangaroa Terrace, which I don't know if oh, you count that I would more Oh, I would more consider that a resort yeah. restaurant. But yeah, it's in the same general area. So. Yes. And I always tell people when they're looking for something there, mm-hmm. I'm always like, don't overlook this one because it's really good. Yes. I love it. It is good. All right. Number 14. Episode 14 and, is about snacks. And that's it's probably... popular one. Yes. I was going to say that one's probably the most popular question that we get asked. Well... I would say that a lot of people ask for top fives of yes. snacks. Yes. So maybe we should do a new episode of that because snacks so. are ever evolving. Yes. And I like, mean, there's always the OGs, the old standbys which, let's that are talk, there all the time. What's your but, favorite snack? Oh, gosh. If, if you listen to this podcast and you've listened for any period of time, let's all together say what Katie's favorite <laughs> snack is. <laughs> well, I, I already favorite. talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> and what's mine? Yours is the cream cheese-filled pretzel. Mine's the cream cheese-filled pretzel. And mine is the red raspberry macaron. Which I had last time. I talked about this. I was not convinced it was delicious. I've tried it before. I didn't love it. I got it last time. It's better than I remembered. It was good. I liked it. The red raspberry macaron? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, good. I thought you were talking about the pretzel. I was like, oh, you're no, crazy. The pretzel's always good. <laughs> but you also, did you try the the sour cherry the sour cherry pretzel, pretzel. Mm-hmm. last time. So you liked a variation on it as well. I did like the variation. It's not enough to take my. Do you like the jalapeno cream cheese filled pretzel? Oh, you need to try that next time. I know. I never can though. Cause when I stand there and I'm looking at the menu to order, uh-huh. I always, I can't, I can't stray from it. <laughs> there what you if go. I'm disappointed. You just need to go with someone that will also order that yes. and split it with you. Your niece. <laughs> yes. I'm going to take her and tell her I'm allergic to jalapenos. Okay. Number 15, character dining. Yes. And that has changed a little bit, too. Yeah. I think the Princess Breakfast has been added back since we yes. did that episode. Um, so maybe it's time for an update on that as well. But it, the, the basic premise remains the same. Character dining is with characters, but socially distanced yep. still. Although now you don't have to have masks indoors. Right. No so. masks indoors. So maybe it's a little bit more of a... Of a back-to-normal experience. Yeah, and I've kind of noticed, I think, that um, they're loosening up a little bit on Mm -hmm. the social distance. Yeah, that you look a little... They look a little bit closer to the kids in pictures that I've seen recently than before, especially the princesses. But they still are not signing autographs. But in the case of the princess breakfast, I know they bring an autographed card, like a pre-autographed postcard around your table. So you're still getting the autographs, just not right there in person. Right. Okay. And uh, there are what? Let's talk about that really quickly. There are four character mm-hmm. meals. The only character dinner, we see this question a lot on forums. The only character dinner is Goofy's Kitchen right. at the Disneyland Hotel. Yes. The others are all breakfasts. The others are all breakfasts, but they still have meals. So like Storytellers has a dinner, yeah. no characters. Right. Just keep that in mind. Plaza Inn has a dinner and a lunch, mm-hmm. but no characters. And the interesting thing about Plaza Inn is it switches over to non-reservations after the character breakfast is over. So yes. that's just a quick service. And but, Plaza Inn is the least expensive yeah. of all of them. Yes. 
but you need a park reservation. So yes. there's pros and cons to each of those. Right. So go listen to episode 15 if you want to know all about character dining. Yep. All and right. Then, and then these are our big ones. Yes. So episodes 17 through 21, we talk about attractions. Mm-hmm. 17, 18, and 19 are Disneyland attractions. And then 20 and 21 are Disney California Adventure attractions. Yep. And we just kind of walk through the park with you and talk about our favorites and which ones are okay to skip if you're, you know, having, if you just have one day at the park. Right. And, or if it's a busy day. We talk a little bit about height requirements. Mm -hmm. We talk about disability access. Which ones have rider swap available. Yes. So we just kind of break them all down for you. Yeah. So if you've never been to the parks before, this is a good series to listen to just to kind of get a feel for what the parks look like. Yes. And And you can follow along in your app while you listen to that episode and kind of... Because that's exactly how we did it. Yes. Okay. And then episode 23, we talk about attractions that are not rides. Right. So we talk about Tom Sawyer Island. And we get this question a lot, too, is, you know, where can I take my kid to get the wiggles out? Uh They're sick of standing in line. Tom Sawyer Island and Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Yep. We talk about those. We talk about the Animation Academy, which is one of my favorites. Yes. And then, you know, like great moments with Mr. Lincoln, the Tiki Room, all of those fun things. That yes. They're great. Don't skip them. Exactly. The things that maybe you'd skip if you didn't know they were there, mm-hmm. or if you didn't know that they were awesome. We kind of dive into those just a little bit and let you know how awesome they are. Yep. So I think if oh. you're if you're a first timer, go in to the parks. This, these were these are really good episodes to listen to. Right. And that's actually episode 23 and 25. We break it down by park. I forgot there's two. Okay. And then 28 and 29. Park atmosphere, which we also love. So if you are looking to just sit, you know, on Main Street and check some things out, there's a lot of things that you can enjoy that are not rides or attractions or food. Yeah. And we did a lot of this, actually, our last visit. Mm -hmm. Our kids were kind of, my kids especially, were kind of disappointed when I told them that we'd been at the park for like, what, five hours Uh and we had ridden one ride. Yes. Because we were just walking around. We were enjoying. Well, and ESPN was broadcasting from the parks because it was Super Bowl weekend. So yeah. we kind of enjoyed that for a little bit. Yep. So there's there's always random things like that popping up, too. Yeah. We went into Avengers Campus and watched the Dora Milaje. The Dora Milaje came out and did their show. That yes. was fun. So there's just so much to see and so much to pay attention yes. to. And you'll miss it if you're running and hurrying from mm-hmm. ride to ride. Yep. And All right. then our most listened to episode by quite a bit, actually, is number 31, our Genie Plus episode. Which I was saying to Aaron before we started recording, this is funny to me because when we recorded that episode, we didn't really know that much about Genie Plus. I had used it um, over Christmas week briefly. with my family briefly yeah. and like really frenetically. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't feel like I knew it that well until our last trip, but... Anyway, we we hope it was helpful. We probably need to re-record a little bit about Genie Plus. Let's plan it. Let's do it because there's a lot to know and there's kind of some finesse that you need to have. So So that's episode 31. Episode 31 will give you a good little overview with some very basics. Yes, take it with a grain of salt. Yes. (laughs) There's some things that have probably changed. Probably, and we'll talk about them. Yes. And then episode 33, we talk about PhotoPass, all of the great places to take photos. Mm -hmm. And I've actually seen that question asked a few times on forums. You know, I know in front of the castle, but where else can we get some awesome photos? Yep. 
There you go. Episode 33. Episode 33. And my favorite is episode 35, just because I'm a beach lover. (laughs) Best beaches in the area, at least according to us. At least according to us. (laughs) And so we like to, I like to plan a beach day in our vacations. And these are some of our favorites. So there you you go, go. guys. There's your roadmap. And we've got lots more great content coming up for you. We're going to have some park strategies episodes coming up soon. And all of the um, episodes that we just mentioned we need to re-record will be coming up (laughs) soon so stay tuned we are so grateful for you yes listeners we love you all and again pay attention to our instagram at ropedrop.parkhop because we will be posting a giveaway soon and it's a good one watch for that giveaway and then we're also in the works have some options for some upgraded experiences for you yeah with us yeah that's if you it. have reached, which we've had a couple people who've reached out yes. asking if they can support us, we want to give you the option. We don't expect yeah. it. Obviously, we're going to continue to provide right. a free weekly episode, mm-hmm. but we're going to have some upgraded stuff if you want to become a member. Yeah. And we're really excited about that. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Have a great week, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.